0: with the first pick And here's Jeremy Platt with Between the Tackles. Hey everyone, I'm Jeremy Platt, and I'm back with another episode of Between the Tackles podcast, Super Bowl edition. We've got a ton to talk about today, so let's get started. This week, the Redskins made a trade with the Kansas City Chiefs that shocked the world. The Redskins are trading one of the top young nickel DBs in Kendall Fuller and a third round pick in return for a 34-year-old Alex Smith. What this means is Kirk Cousins is gone, Pat Mahomes is in as a starting quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs find another young corner to pair along with Marcus Peters, and Alex Smith will head the Jay Gruden-led offense. Chiefs clearly won this trade because first of all, they get another third round pick and a top slot defender in the NFL. We also get to see Pat Mahomes, who I think has the potential to take the Chiefs over the hump and into possibly the AFC Championship or even the Super Bowl that Alex Smith couldn't do. Mahomes sat under Alex Smith this year, where he could take time to learn the offense, all the techniques and all the different players for the Kansas City Chiefs. Pat Mahomes will get to work with the dynamic Kareem Hunt, the insanely fast Tyreek Hill, and arguably the best tight end in the NFL with Travis Kelsey. He also gets a defense that is in its prime with Eric Berry, Marcus Peters, and now Kendall Fuller. On the other hand, the Redskins get a veteran quarterback that knows how to win games. But where I think they lost is that I don't believe they have the pieces around Alex to get him in a winning situation where they can possibly make the playoffs. They have a decent defense. They don't have a powerful run game, but they do have a solid receiving core. Where Alex will do well is with the tight ends. They have his former teammate in San Francisco with Vernon Davis. And when Jordan Reed is healthy, he is a bad man. Some other good news for the Redskins is they will be receiving a third round compensatory pick for the loss of Kirk Cousins. I'm gonna tell you some of the best fits for Kirk Cousins. I think his number one fit would be with the Broncos. He has an amazing defense. He's got up-and-coming running backs with veteran receivers, they're a better team than the Redskins, and uh, they have a high draft pick. I think John Elway will love him in Denver. Some other teams that might be able to pursue him in free agency are the Jets, who have the fourth most cap space in the NFL and have improved over the last two years, the Browns, who have the second most cap space, and the Bills, who I think would he would fit nicely with. They don't have any promises with Tyrod Taylor, they have a talented team who just made the playoffs, and with great management, they'll know how to surround him. I think Kirk would be able to get the best out of Zay Jones and get him to live up to his potential. Since we're on the topic of the Buffalo Bills, I hate to report, but their Pro Bowl center, Eric Wood, is being forced to retire with a serious neck injury. He's one of those guys in the NFL that you want to be around, and I hope the best for him going forward. Speaking of retirement, let's talk about Adrian Peterson. Recently he said that he thinks he can play 3 or 4 more seasons, but I'm thinking he's closer to 1 or 2. He's at the end of his career, and I think he should call it quits sooner or li- than later, so it's easier to remember his legacy in Minnesota. Alright, before the Super Bowl tomorrow, let's talk NFL honors and who I think is going to win each award. Let's start with Comeback Player of the Year and Keenan Allen. He had a phenomenal comeback season. He's been prone to injury his whole career, but this is his first injury since like 2014. He's been fully healthy. He is a straight baller. I drafted him in fantasy and he's done so well for me. I hope he can do the same thing next season. Let's go to defensive rookie of the year. And I have Marshawn Lattimore, the cornerback for the New Orleans Saints. He's got a huge future in New Orleans. He had an amazing rookie season and he's fantastic in man-to-man coverage. I think it'll be him or Trey White, but I think he'll edge Trey White out due to all the hype he's had. And sticking in New Orleans, let's go with Offensive Rookie of the Year in Alvin Kamara. He's just had an unbelievable rookie season. He's extremely slippery, hard to tackle, and has formed an amazing tandem with Mark Ingram. He's one of those few guys that I have to say I missed out on in the draft process. I didn't think he was going to do as well as he did, but he's been amazing. Let's go to the Defensive Player of the Year award, and I think Cam Jordan gets it. Cam has stepped up in the biggest moments, if it's clutch sacks, amazing strip sacks, or just being a beast. He deserves this award. It's going to be either him or Calais Campbell. It depends who the voters like more. At Offensive Player of the Year, I think it goes to the Steelers wide receiver, Antonio Brown. Despite injury, he was still the best receiver in the league. He was just impossible to guard this season. We saw him come back for the final game of the season against the Jaguars in the playoffs and he had two touchdowns. I think if he didn't get injured he would have won MVP. He's just so much better than everyone else. Let's talk coach of the year. I think there are really three or four candidates with Mike Zimmer, Sean McVay, Doug Marone, and Sean McDermott. I don't want to go with the obvious but it's hard not to. I think Sean McVay came to a completely wrecked Rams team and got them turned around into the playoffs. He used Todd Gurley and Jared Goff to the best of their ability similar to what Bill Belichick does in New England, and I think that rivalry against the 49ers will be fierce next season. Let's talk MVP. Drumroll, please. I think it's going to Todd Gurley. He had an unbelievable season. He could do everything, and he's just an unstoppable running back. He's a straight-up beast. He's got a ton of juice and will light it up next season. It's hard to argue with this. It'll be either him or Tom Brady, but before we talk about Super Bowl, I just want to give an apology to the GOAT. He never gets enough love, and but he won't care. He's too busy on the Super Bowl. All right, Super Bowl. Let's talk it. I'm going to give you three reasons why the Patriots will win, three reasons why the Eagles will win, three bold predictions, and my final score. Let's start with the Patriots. The first reason is they have Gronk back. He came off of a concussion after taking a huge hit from Barry Church against the Jaguars. He is just an unbelievable mismatch. He is the god of tight ends and is revolutionary type player let's go to the coordinators i have a feeling they'll come out fierce they're playing motivated because it's their final games in new england mcdaniels will go to indy and try to lead that andrew luck type of offense and Mc- and patricia will go to detroit and have jared davis at his middle linebacker and finally it's just all about experience they have the greatest coach of all time the greatest quarterback of all time and arguably the greatest tight end of all time They have one of those warrior type of super teams and they're just better than everyone else. Let's talk about the Eagles. I mean, they can't really win, can they? I think they're gonna have a better chance than most people think. They've been underdogs ever since Carson Wentz came out and Nick Foles came in. They've also been playing hot. They just beat the Vikings 38 to seven in the NFC Championship and that whole team is rallying around Nick Foles in the playoffs. And finally, we gotta talk about that defense. Their defensive line might be the best in football better than the Jaguars. They have Chris Long and Derek Barnett not even starting. Then they have Fletcher Cox, who's the best defensive tackle in the NFL. And they also have Brandon Graham and Michael Kendricks. In the secondary, they have Malcolm Jenkins, who is the best cover safety in the NFL. They also have Jalen Mills and Patrick Robinson, who are coming off their best games in the NFL. And we can't forget about Sidney Jones, the rookie from UW. I think he can be one of those Malcolm Butler type of players who makes a huge splash in the Super Bowl. He could be the surprise star of the game and make a crucial play for the Eagles. This Eagles team can definitely win this game. They just have to get pressure on Brady. Now I'm going to get into one of my favorite parts, bold predictions. My first bold prediction is LeGarrette Blount, one of the best playoff running backs, will rush for over 125 yards and two touchdowns. When it's playoffs, we know LeGarrette's going to step up. He has the most touchdowns in the playoffs in the last 20 years by any other running back. My second bold prediction is the rookie from Arkansas for the Patriots, Dietrich Wise, will get two sacks. I have a feeling that Patriots defensive line will step up. All the hype is for the Eagles defensive line, but that Patriots D-line is underrated. And my final bold prediction is I think the two Patriots running backs, Deion Lewis and James White, will combine for over 200 yards of offense and two touchdowns. In big games, James White steps up and Deion Luce has been hot lately. I think these Patriots running backs will make huge plays in the Super Bowl. Alright alright alright. Before I tell you guys my final scores and who wins the game, I just want to talk about the NFL Draft and free agency. After this game, there won't be another regular season played for another 200 and something days. So let me give you guys a couple shout outs. I want to shout out the Denver Broncos. I think you guys are going to make a huge splash in free agency. If it's Kirk Cousins or Baker Mayfield, I know they're going big at that quarterback position. I know a ton of players are interested in joining the 49ers and Jimmy G, we've heard John Brown and Golden Tate talk about him, and they also have the most cap space in the NFL. Finally, I see the Colts and Josh McDaniels going after some big names at the running back position. If it's Jarek McKinnon, Deion Lewis, Saquon Barkley, Darius Geis, Akram Wadley, I know they're going big. So finally, in a game that I think will be close until the end. I think the Patriots will come out on top versus the Eagles 23-34. to 34. Thank you guys for listening today. I encourage you guys to check out my podcast where I post opinion-based articles, scouting reports, and a ton more at www.betweenthetacklesfootball.com. You guys can follow me on Instagram at betweenthetackles and Twitter where I share my immediate thoughts at btwnthetackles. You guys have an amazing Super Bowl weekend and I'll see you guys in a few weeks. Jeremy out we